Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Thanks to our new sponsor, Factor. Factor delivers delicious, fresh, never-frozen meals that are ready to heat and eat in two minutes. Head to go.factor75.com slash TMS60 and use the code TMS60 to get 60% off your first box. Coming up on TMS. <laughs> you can't throw rice! Pan Solo. New shave. Who dis? drive through ASMR. What if he doesn't survive? He's no good to me. Bread. Can I poo here or do I have to buy something? Streamer flan bag. Three giant yanks and it finally came out. Let them eat Taco Bell. Fellow Utah white folk. Don't mind the guy in the ski mask. We're trying something new. I don't like to pour cream landfills have more and better ingredients snap into a marvel game with steven and more on this episode of the morning stream these teenagers belong to a gang the young skulls in this film we will follow the gang through an ordinary day and see what part aggression plays in the lives of its members that's awesome the morning stream you're soaking in it good morning everybody welcome to tms it's monday october 17th 2022 i'm scott he's brian good morning good morning you know i I give you so much crap about you know you're saying oh my god we're already so far into october i kind of feel like like I need to take a step back and say, yeah, that's that's kind of how I'm feeling. Yeah, like, it went quick, we're man. More than halfway through the damn month. I know it's insane. I wasn't. Oh, the good news is I was supposed to get my new phone on the 27th. It's now going to get here today. Oh Which, God! How did you, you you ordered after I did? Oh, you did. You went right through Apple. I did. I go through Apple instead of AT and T. Yeah. And the thing is, if it gets here. I mean, they're all. I almost always get stuff from them earlier than they say they're going to. I think it's a yeah. trick they do to make you happy. It's an over, uh, under promise, over deliver, or something like that. Yeah, I think that's probably right. And um, I'm happy to do that, except they picked a day where I have to go to the dentist. I got mm. other errands I got to run. I'm going to be kind of in and out. And so it's the one day where I'm not like here solid. I don't know when this thing's going to arrive. <laughs> and I get paranoid. It's like, ah, porch pirates, bruh. Yeah. You know? Right. Carter's at it's the, always the things that we worry about the most. Is like, oh no, no, somebody needs to be here. Yeah, exactly. Carter's at work today downtown, so it's just Kim and I. But her and I both have the same dental appointment and the other two errands, so we're just not going to be here. So I don't know. It's it's not supposed to be here Can before you, seven. Uh, it'll probably get here this afternoon. It'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. Uh, you know, it's Halloween season. Can't you just set up a scarecrow on the uh, front porch with a Under Armour hat and a 
pair of sunglasses. This and- is a great idea. Also, it's wise of you to assume I have an extra Under Armour hat because I do. I do. <laughs> I keep like 10 of those around because they're the only hats that they, fit me. They you know? fit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Got one right over here. If I need it in a pinch, like just grab an Under Armour hat. Well, I mean, whatever. I don't even have any loyalty to that company other than they make the only hats that properly fit my head. Yeah. So yeah. congratulations to Under Armour. You're, it's actually your outer armor that I'm buying, not the under. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, who cares about the under? Uh, I'm just checking to see uh, my, let's see, where's my, where's my order listing here on Oh, yeah, do you have an AT&T? update? I'm just going to see if they Maybe. make it so hard to see my previous purchase. There we go, orders. Thank you. You're going to make you go in to get it? Do you get it delivered? How does it oh, it's getting you? delivered. Oh, okay. Because then I have to throw my existing one right in the box. Now, since the new ones don't uh, have the same S, they don't have the same, uh, what are those called? The little chips? Uh, oh, SIM, SIM cards. SIM cards, right? Didn't they show that yeah. off at the thing? So yeah. there's a different process this time, I guess, when we transfer it. Exactly, right. yes. Uh, let's see. Shipment info expected to ship Monday, October twenty fourth, so a week from today. Okay, yeah, yeah. which like still it. might show up. You know, again, they they sometimes do it early. I think it's probably going to ship a week from today. I'm guessing, but we'll yeah. see. Who knows? Maybe AT and T wants to also under promise, over deliver. You don't know. Actually, they did say it did say expected to ship October thirty first uh, a few days ago. So it has gotten bumped up about a week. Nice. What color did you yeah. get? I forgot to ask you. Deep purple, like so the Donnie and Marie song. I did as well. We're both going yeah. purple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. I saw one in the store, and it is. Uh, it is a. It is a subtle, but uh, but but beautiful uh, purple. Makes I me feel. It. I'm going to feel like Prince with that in my pocket. You know? <laughs> Walk around looking all purple phone, purple phone. <laughs> I will not be like uh, Nikki in the hotel lobby doing a certain thing with a magazine. <laughs> All right. That won't be me. Right. No, that would be with your uh, AT&T user agreement. Exactly. <laughs> Instead of with a magazine. <laughs> exactly. That is correct. Uh, all right. So you went to see that Rocky Horror Picture Show business. I did. How did yeah, it so uh, land? How did things go? It's been a while, Scott, since I've seen the Rocky Horror Picture Show in a in the, the setting in which it is... Uh, um uh, ideal to see that that movie which is uh with a lot of things to distract you from what a horrible movie it is sorry this lamp is about to fall apart oh no we'll talk about that someday the stupid lamp that where the the plastic ones to just keep falling off um yeah so they have the, the what's called the shadow cast right where they've got the screen with the movie going on and then um a few feet in front of it on the stage they've got actors um, performing exactly what's going on screen, uh, in costume and and sometimes usually um, uh, over the top performances. Sure. Uh, this so this is a local company, uh, Denver's Missing Ingredient, and they do this. this Denver is one of the four cities in the country that has never stopped having a regular midnight showing of the Rocky Horror Picture Show since 1975, and uh. Um, these guys are now the, the, the current holders of that. They currently put it on at the Esquire the last Saturday night of every, every month. Um, the, the cast, I guess, predominantly women because the only two male, uh, uh, performers were Brad 
uh, asshole. And because uh, you have to say that every time you say his name. Mm. And um, uh, Riff Raff. Oh, and the narrator. So those are the only mm. three. So Dr. Frankenfurter, the Tim Curry character, was played by a woman. Um, Eddie, the meatloaf character, was played by a woman. Uh, uh, the uh, wheelchair, uh, Great Scott, uh, oh, uh, uh, was played by a woman. I'm uh, blank, but I know who you mean. Yeah, well, his, his name is Scott. Not uh, It's not Christopher Lloyd or anything. No, not Christopher Lloyd. What's his name? <laughs> Scott. His is name it, is is it just Scott? Scott? Dr. Scott. Yeah, it's Dr. Scott or Professor Scott. Uh, that shows how long yeah. it's been for me. It's been since high school since I went to this thing. So it's been a long yeah. time. It's, it's been since college for me. Yeah. And, oh, man, the first thing that uh, that you walk in, and I thought they didn't do this anymore. But, no, the first thing, all right, have, who's, who's seen uh, Rocky Horror with a shadow cast before? Uh, and then people, you know, raise their hand. And then they say, okay, the rest of you over here. And they drew little Vs on everybody's forehead. And Tina's like, Tina knew beforehand that there was going to be stuff going on. She's never seen Rocky Horror before. She's like, I'm not going if they're going to do <laughs> some BS to embarrass me. I'm like, no problem. My friends protected me from that when they took me in college. So uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I'll do the same for you. So, you know, we're like, oh, yeah, no, we've done, we've we've seen the shadow cast before. And they, thank goodness. I mean, even if they ask questions, I was ready with like, oh, well, once at the Esquire with her and then once at the Fox Theater in Boulder. And <laughs> Sure. Technically true. Uh, technically, well, true for me, not true for Tina. Tina's never true. seen it. True. She's seen the film, but she's never seen it live like this. Um, they've done a whole, like the thing has changed. It's, uh, I remember seeing it, uh, in the nineties where there was, there was frequent stuff being yelled at the screen to respond to, or to set up things that were being said. Like, you know, somebody would go, is it true? You had sex with a cat. And then the character would go, yes welcome in and so they do that but it's like you know asking questions that get answered by the the characters on screen but man the the whole audience and it was probably an audience of about 250 300 people um there were pockets from people who i think saw it in the 90s and in the 80s and maybe in the 70s who are all yelling different things at different times or or even sometimes at the same time and it was it was freaking mayhem Wow. <laughs> I've never seen it to where it was like more uh, disorganized mayhem. Uh, we had toilet paper rolls to throw when, when you know, Scott brand toilet paper was mentioned or, or great Scott was mentioned. Sure. Um, no toast. Uh, our goodie bag had um, a maraca for the celebration, a paper hat, um, a glow stick because no open flames for the, there's a light at, at uh, uh, Frankenstein's place. Um, what else? A newspaper for that. Um, no squirt guns, no toast, no hot dogs. I forgot Barry Bostwick was in that. Yeah. Barry Bostwick, who apparently goes around now and actually shows up for people's midnight showings of, uh, Rocky Horror. Totally wild. Yeah. You forget who was in that thing. No rice. Like, man, boy, did they come down hard. Like, uh, the guy went through like seven rules and every odd numbered rule was no effing rice because uh, Why? it's a mess to have to oh, clean Oh, just up. to clean up. Okay. I yeah, thought maybe there's yeah. some danger in it or allergy I didn't know about or something. But yeah, it gets yeah. everywhere, right? You're never going to clean it up. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so 
anyway, still was a really, really good time. Uh, they've added a bunch of stuff, um, musical interludes and things like that, that, uh, during boring exposition parts of the movie, they'll <laughs> they do like a weird who let the dogs out sing along or something. It's kind of strange, but, uh, anyway, it was, it was a good time. But a good time. Yeah. You'd recommend it. I'd recommend it once. If you've never seen Rocky horror with a, you know, in a theater where they're doing the shadow cast, it's worth doing once. And there are probably people in our audience who are regulars who like, go and do it, or maybe even who do the shadow cast, who get up and do the, like stand up and do the casting. Now we're trying to figure out like, all right, in the tadpool, who would you say are people who probably at one point or another did the onstage shadow cast thing of, um, of Rocky horror. And we're thinking people like, uh, September. Oh yeah. Oh, look at it. I used to be cast was so fun. Tina and I totally uh, picked you September. We thought for sure you'd, you would have done it. Um, maybe Amy Frost, you know, people who kind of have a little bit of a, a theatrical, uh, bent to them. Sure. 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 That's so, cool. Uh, anyway, it was fun. And so I was, I'd recommend seeing it once and maybe, and maybe that'll be enough for you just to, <laughs> <laughs> just to just to experience it. Do you think anybody just watches that movie to watch it and doesn't see it at one of these events? Like at this yeah, stage, yeah, I'm sure a lot of people do, and they they probably watch it and say, "I don't know what all the why this thing is a cult classic. Why is this thing you know as popular as it is yeah. when it's just so horrible?" Yeah, like it's such an odd cultural thing to take that thing from 1975, yeah, and say this will now be a thing that happens all the time everywhere right. all year right. exactly it's just Every crazy at midnight yeah it is a bizarre because it's neither scary nor terribly funny uh it's but it's just got weird. what two oscar winners in it i know susan sarandon um did, yeah but at uh, the time they were just you know people oh they were right? nobody at the time yeah. yeah nobody knew who they were but uh you i guess your oscar winners are probably sarandon and yeah, I'm trying to think. Bos- Boswick wouldn't have. Did Meatloaf ever win a? I don't think so. Maybe for music, anything, but no. maybe not for acting. I'm sure. Yeah, maybe um, maybe just one. Maybe just one uh, Oscar winner. And Tim Curry probably never did. I don't think. No. Yeah, he should have for that big. <laughs> Nominated uh, for his role in Home Alone Two: Lost in New York. <laughs> I always forget he's in that. For some <laughs> reason, that movie's just John Cleese is the guy. I don't know why. I don't think of anyone yeah. else. I just think of him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there it is. Well, fun times. Fun times. I think I'm in no yes. rush to see it again because I did see it like multiple times in high school. A shadow cast that, versions that of it. Should be that should be enough. Has Kim I'm ever good. seen it? Because that was the that was the only thing that really drugged me back to wanting to see it for the shadow cast is that Tim or Tina hadn't seen it. So I've never asked her, to. so I could ask. I doubt it. If I had to guess, yeah. I'm you know they're barely just getting unleaded gas where she's from. So, you know, <laughs> I don't think they know what Rocky Horror Picture Show is in her tiny town, but it's possible. Wow. It's possible. Oh, man, that's awesome. Well, I mean, experiencing it through her might be might be something. That could be about. fun. Yeah. You know, you know what else I experienced this weekend, Scott? What's that? I experienced the joy that is Kellogg's Appalachian Sippin' Cream, better oh. known as Egonog. That's we talked right. about this on the show last week. That's right. How is it? And, uh, um, well, I'll say this. Uh, the drink itself, really, really good. It's um, I like it better than eggnog, to be honest. There's a, a decent amount of um, of rum in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's forty proof, uh, so it it's, comes that know, way. I thought it was only. I thought you had to add to it. I guess it. No, it's okay. got uh, it's it's got it in there. Here's what's here's what's horrible, and they they 
play off this whole thing of like, oh, it's Appalachian sipping cream, so it has to come in a big old mason jar. Mm. You know what? You know what's really hard to do with a mason jar? Mm. Pour drinks cleanly. Because mm-hmm. it just, you know, the liquid just wraps around the bottle lip and goes right down the side of it. And it's just such a freaking mess. Especially if you're doing like smaller glasses shots you just want to pour a little bit there's no way to do it without it going down all over the countertop do you think the ego association is just kind of branding and nothing else does it taste like an ego like you know, um they've gone yeah, all no, I don't, it doesn't ha- it it tastes um there's like a little bit of a cinnamony vanilla more more of that than you'd get in traditional eggnog so maybe that's the um maybe that's the the direction but huh. uh this thing is, people are saying, just pour drinks straight from the jar. Um, I showed Scott, or did you, are you putting up the photo that I sent you? No, I'm putting up these, oh. uh, some promo shots. Let me pull yours up real gotcha. quick here. Yeah, when you see that and you see the size of it in my hand, it's a big ass jar. That is. <laughs> that, oh, geez. Yeah. That's, I'm, that's I'm a looking... fine amount of, that's a fine amount of rum. I have no problem drinking that much rum, but I do have a problem with that much cream and sugar. That's yeah. the, that's the problem. That'll it's, get you. You want to spread that yeah. around a little bit. Um, here exactly. you go, chat. There's yes. his photo. So there's Brian's, you know, Brian's got, you know, big man I big, hands. I got big hands. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. big hands. And look at that. Sipping cream in Brian's hand. He's set for the holidays. How are you at home? Good well, luck. it's already half gone because we took it to the neighbor, the crazy neighbor's house. Oh, yeah. That was probably I cool. recorded a video and I probably should share it, but I feel really bad because I recorded a portrait. <laughs> oh, you shouldn't feel bad. You're all right. You're, uh, you're just with the kids, man. It's what the kids do. What they're like, up to like now. we're like TikToking, basically. Yeah. Maybe that's the maybe that's the problem. Yeah. Is that, yeah. Everybody's doing video on their phones. It's uh, you know, it's just the way of this just the way of things. But yeah, you should share that. Are we? we all, right. were all being merry and you know dancing around or whatever. We were. We were uh, sharing it. We were deciding that it could use more alcohol, so we put brandy in there. Uh, so it's brandy and rum in the uh, <laughs> eggnog, awesome. and then and then everything just goes right off the rails. Did Mrs. <laughs> did Mrs. Crazy Neighbor dance to some uh, yacht rock or anything? <laughs> she didn't. We didn't have any going. We should have put some on. I bet it would have happened. That's totally would have That's a real shame. Yeah. All right. Well, moving from nog to cheese, I got an email follow up from a listener here yeah. that we're going to read. Yeah. Bring it on. Let's hear it. Yeah. Let's go for this here. Send and receive email. This is from John G, who says, Hey, Scott and Brian, had to throw in my two cents on this debate. And uh, our issue is American cheese. Not because I love American cheese, it is not great cheese, but I'd still eat it sometimes, like on some fast food burger. I don't object to someone not liking American cheese. What I object to is specifically you two looking down your nose at American cheese. Oh, well. Hmm. I mean, I think all I ever said was I don't really like it. I think that's all I said. Yeah, <laughs> is I that looking down my nose? Pretty hard on it. I don't yeah. know. We'd have to. We'd have to. We'd have to check the tape. I guess get so. A coach's review on that tape, but, but I think it's I like was me pretty... saying, "It's like me saying, oh, I don't like that artichoke," and then someone saying, "Why do you look down your nose at artichokes?" <laughs> it's like I just don't like artichokes. I was probably the more snobbish of the two when it comes to American cheese, and it's, hey, we took regular cheese and added stuff to it just to make it melt better. Yeah, which which I get. That's fine. That's totally sure. Fine. I totally get it. Uh, he goes on to say, all the fast food crap you guys eat all the time that's made from who knows what and you draw the line at American cheese 
I mean, right in the segment. All the fast food crap. I mean, come on. This <laughs> is right in the segment. Brian is saying, ooh, gross American cheese. And one second later, he's talking about eating Oscar Mayer products, the chemical garbage can of meat substances. <laughs> now, I will take I will take offense to that because I described as a kid having Braunschweiger that was made by Oscar Mayer. And if I were when I when I did buy Braunschweiger last week, I did not buy the Oscar Mayer brand. I got deli. Deli Braunschweiger, as I recommend. That's so, the kind you should get. Yeah. So that one I will that one I will take issue with, but I completely, completely stand behind the next paragraph. <laughs> yeah. He says, You both talk lovingly about Taco Bell, which I think is literally just a landfill they turn into a fast food restaurant. Wow. Well No, landfills have more employees. <laughs> and ingredients. They got more ingredients. Landfills, landfills have a better they're open more often. Yeah. Than, uh, <laughs> you can actually get your order for yeah, for whatever exactly, they're serving. Yes. Uh, he says, so, you know, people like what they like and eat whatever they eat, but I don't care what you guys put in your mouths, but come on, you all get, sorry, you get all use real cheese when you eat the way you do. Just silly. Love the show though, John. <laughs> I mean, I kind of get it, but I'm not, I'm not, the, I'm, we're not going ew, American cheese for the lowly, the low life freaking peasants. That's not what we're doing. We're not being all fancy about the cheese. We're just saying, you know, we don't like it as much as like, you know, pepper jack or something. That's it. Yeah, I, I may have been a little snob. I, I think I might have been a little snobby about it and saying, American cheese, that's not even real cheese. Yeah, I guess we did kind of throw it under the bus. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, and I'll stand with you on the, the Oscar Mayer stuff, the chemical garbage pan of meat, the garbage can of meat substances. You're not wrong uh, about that at all. Also, um, we had some fun yesterday. Took the. I've uh, uh-huh. been looking. I've been looking forward to this all week long, and we finally got to do it. We went and picked Van up at about ten o'clock, mm-hmm. and took his little three-year-old self up the canyon to a place called Silver, Silver Lake. It's about a 30, 40 minute drive, uh, kind of toward where Snowbird is, but you kind of offshoot to this this lake, and it's really cool, especially in the summer and spring, because in the winter it's all covered in snow up there and it's frozen. But it's just like weird kind of stagnant lake although it has fresh water coming to it from a couple of streams but it's got just like crazy weird growth underneath if you've seen my twitter account you saw some photos of this um and you walk around it and there's like a you know man-made uh wooden you know plank sort of path around the entire thing and we took him up there and had the best freaking day up in the freaking Aww. nature. It was great. Loved it. He had a blast. Everybody's having a good time. It was wonderful. However, I have this to say. Okay. And this is fine. This is not a problem. It's just I didn't expect it. Right when we got up there to go, it was kind of slow. There's not a lot of people up there. There's a few hikers and stuff. They had just unloaded a bus of about 30 Tibetan. They they might have been monks. I'm not sure they were monk monks because they didn't quite look like Dalai Lama style monks with the kind of... Mm-hmm reddish robe stuff and all that. It wasn't quite that, but it was definitely kind of, I don't know, the way they were dressed. And I went, oh, this is going to be hard. There's a bunch of tourists. We're not going to be able to get through this. This is going to be the worst walk around the lake we ever took. And like, I'm being all grumpy about it. And uh, instead, they turned out to be the most friendly freaking people I've ever met. Oh, sure. Like I'm walking past some of the, some of my fellow Utah white folk and they're, and they're just, (laughs) they're just irritated and won't say hello back or whatever. Um, but these people were like, hello, hello. Oh yes. Hello. They just were so excited to see us. So I just wanted to say whoever they were, whatever trip you were on, hats off to those people. You you were, you were so nice and, uh, made me wish everybody was as nice as you. Uh, so there's that. That's cool. That's their whole philosophy, man. Yeah. 
I guess so. Is that that positivity? If we've learned nothing else from the writings of John Lennon, it's a. <laughs> That's right. Didn't he? Uh, he went down there and got a beard and uh, and uh, That's right. You know, took a bunch of peyote or something, and then changed uh, everything. Changed yeah. everything. Yeah, went home, said, "Oko Yoko Ono is going to break up this band." <laughs> and uh, my one kid from my other wife, you're going to, you know, I'm going to barely spend any time with him. But boy, howdy, I sure like this new kid. And that's how it went for him, didn't it? That's right. Listen, I'll, I'll, uh, <laughs> there are not a lot of things that I'll defend Yoko on, on, but, but I think Paul is just as responsible for breaking up the Beatles as, uh, as Yoko was. I still need to see that documentary. I haven't watched it. Yet. Oh, it's, yeah, it's good. Watch out. Watch out, Scott. Make sure you're on the uh, the adult level of Disney Plus to watch it because. Oh, boy, howdy. Do we get wieners? Mom and stuff? couldn't find it because she, oh, uh, she didn't. Uh, that's right. Yeah, you it, told me this, yeah. and, the, and it was. We, it didn't was we decide? There's a couple F bombs in the in the uh the documentary and and so it's not on the children friendly side of I keep of thinking Disney it's Plus. an Apple TV thing. Why do I think that? It's something else. Some it's it's, it's Disney. Uh, it's Disney Plus. Yeah. Why did I think Apple had a had a had a Beatles thing? Because Apple Records, Beatles, totally makes sense. Like you connect the Apple and Beatles go together like uh, uh American cheese and Braunschweiger, Scott. Like what's get back? That's the old Peter Jackson. That's Jack. the no, get no, back this is, is the new the Peter one. Jackson. Okay. Yeah. So this is the, the new Jackson. one. And it's on Disney Plus. It's hard to call it a documentary. I want to say it's a um it's nine hours of Beatles home movies or something. It's, it's the way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of Beatles, how the Beatles changed the world. Doc, that might be what I'm thinking of. Oh, is that a newer thing? No, it's older. Is. Okay. But it's on Apple okay. TV Plus, so I think that's why I'm thinking of that. Yeah. I don't know. Well, that's fun. Uh, it's so good. I'm going to watch that. I really, truly am. All it's right. a good, you know, for whatever reason, I always connect uh, Beatles to Thanksgiving. It started way before I started doing the Beatles Coverville shows on Thanksgiving, but mm-hmm. uh, um, it's a good, it feels like a good Thanksgiving watch. Yeah. Worth your play time. Play game, you know, have it on, play games with the family. Is it, you don't need to just sit there and, and focus all of your attention on the, uh, on, on the, the show. Well, I am, uh, I'm going to do that. Uh, let's get into the Dunaway era of the show. Uh, he's ringing. Oh, he's answering. Okay. So that means this. You guys look out. Hold the fort down. It's Brian Dunaway joining us. Hi, Brian. Hold the fort. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Hi. Hello. Hi, hi Brian. Hey, what are you doing? How are you doing there? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, what is it, Monday? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm doing pretty good for Monday. You doing all right? Okay, that makes me happy to hear that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, I've been having a lot of fun this past week playing uh, playing scary games like Splatterhouse, which we're going to talk about tomorrow night, but oh, cool. I've been really into it. Did it scare you to play it at all? It's It's got a vibe. Mm. It's got a vibe. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. no, I get it. It's, I wouldn't say it scares me. It's just got a cool vibe to it. It's Jason Voorhees going through uh, the haunted house, killing monsters. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, you know what scared me is I was playing some Overwatch too, and uh, the game's yeah. not meant to be scary. But uh, I got into this competitive match. I was playing competitive mode, which means you're going to get ranked and everything. And uh, so you know, you got some, you got some stuff on the line. You're trying to do your best. And I was healing uh, in the back with the character Zenyatta, and out front, uh, the rest of my team doing their business. And uh, on the other team, they had an okay team, but their tank was Roadhog. Now, normally Roadhog's not that big of a deal. I can kind of deal with him. But this Roadhog 
existed only to hunt me down in the background <laughs> and destroy me. Now, remember, the game now only supports when you when you play a proper match, either a public match or a ranked match. It is role based, so there's only one tank possible. Oh, there's two oh, he- really? two healers okay. and two damage dealers. It's a totally different That's format right. now. That's right. And it's five play- yeah. players total instead of the old six. And so yeah. when you start the game, whoever is tank is a t- he can switch tanks during the game, but he can't mm-hmm. be any other role but tank. He can't switch out of a tank role. Exactly. Gotcha. And their role is much more like take a bunch of damage, guard your team, block, yeah. you know, this and that. Not this guy. His goal, the entire 45-minute run that we had with that team, uh-huh. his goal was to come seek me out and wreck me. And then, <laughs> and then do like the emote dances over my body. I'm not no, kidding. No, no, really? Yeah. Oh, jeez. And we ended up That's winning because if he's doing that, he's not being a proper tank and it was effing up his team. But he yeah. was on it. And it's, it was actually scary because I'd be in a what corner and I'd be like, oh my gosh, Scott? I'm made of paper and I'm running this way. And here comes a big old road hog coming down. <laughs> What do you what do you call it? Do you recognize your name? Maybe are you Frog Pants? Are you I'm Frog Pants or Gurp? Yeah, I am Gurp. But I don't. I I mean, he didn't say anything. He never chatted anything. So who knows? Uh No idea. Just didn't like the way you looked. Yeah, it was something. I found I found Gurp. I was going to send you a text. I need to send this to you. Uh, There's a there's a Gurp in uh, Colorado at the uh, Peoria and Iliff. Let's see here. I don't know why I didn't think to send this to you. I was out driving. I was lifting, and uh, somebody named Gerp at an intersection. Do no, you even lift, bro? A, yeah, yeah, bro. Uh, there is a business, and I couldn't see because of a pole what was behind what the Gerp stands for. Oh, here it is. Oh, was oh. it was the lady on the other side of the pole? Was that the problem? No, yeah, no, that no, kind of sign. Pole. It's uh, oh, Gerp. Let's see. Here we go. It's Aurora. <laughs> City of Aurora General Employees Retirement Plan. Oh, GURP. GURP. Look at that, General you guys, right below the... Plan. That's awesome. <laughs> I love that. Also, re-elect Iman Joda for a city oh, council or whatever is going on there. Mm, Boy, all this, elect you do, Goda. These midterm... <laughs> these uh, these midterm signs that are everywhere, I'm getting tired of it. Oh, everywhere. Yeah, I've yeah. got it. I just need McMillan to beat Mike Lee, and I'm, I'm happy. I don't care about the rest. <laughs> uh, anyway, there you have it. Uh, hey, Brian Dunaway, we're going to play a little game. Uh, Brian Ibbett here will explain what it is, how, who out there might win what, and uh, all that. Brian, explain. I'll explain. Welcome to the morning. Half Ass is a trivia game where I'm going to be giving Scott and Brian the answers. I'm going to give them a category and six possible answers. Three of those answers are correct, and three that are just complete total horse horse hockey. Depending on how confident you feel with the category, you can provide one, two, or three guesses. But if you get any wrong, you get zero points for that round. One right gets you a point, two right gets you three points, and three right gets you five points total. Uh, we're going to play three rounds. Player with the most points after those rounds wins the prize for their contestant. And I've pulled contestants from members of the Tadpool that couldn't be here for whatever reason. Uh, Scott, you're going to be playing for Dustin Ward in Arkansas City, Kansas. Ooh. All right. And Brian, you're playing for Andy Neeland in Simpsonville, South Carolina. How far is Simpsonville? Oh, nice. Not very far at all. I love going to Simpsonville. Uh, they have a they have a theater up there, and I'll probably be doing doing that this weekend or next weekend. Like yes. a oh, really? movie theater? What are you talking about? Like plays or what? What are you talking about? Tia Chicks. Tia Chicks Theater. Oh, like a theater theater. Cinema. Gotcha, gotcha. The cinema, Scott. What are you going to see? What are you going to see? What do you plan on seeing in the theater? Well, I'm hoping uh, that I can see something scary. I haven't decided yet. 
Oh, cool. No, oh, scary is good. Well, you, well, you go see, what's what's the name of that new one with the uh, with the with the with the doll thing? Is that going to be out yet? Oh, uh, uh, hold on. The, the 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 fake the fake doll thing. You know what I'm talking about? Wait a minute. No, what am I thinking of? There is something. Oh, is it? Um, uh, oh, oh. Uh, is it just doll? Uh, um. Megan? It's like an AI oh, kind of thing. Megan? Megan. 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 I think it's Megan. Megan. It's Megan. Yeah. Yeah. Megan. This is. Uh, it's When's that coming M- out? Me- it's, yeah. It's spelled. You'd hate this, Brian. It's spelled M three G A N three. Wait a minute. Is it the third movie yeah. in the Megan series, or is it uh, right for three? Oh, this yeah. is not. This is not even coming out anytime soon. Oh. Jeez. Yeah. I got really excited last night. I saw a trailer. That's yeah. not until January. Yeah, there's a Don't movie show called, me that kind of crap. Uh, a movie coming out called Crat. Children are left to grandmas without smart uh, smartphones. Real life seems boring until they find instructions for Crat, magical creature who will do whatever his master says. All they have to do now is buy a soul from the devil. Uh, so it is about the. All they gotta uh, do. About, uh, All you gotta do is crat. buy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, you guys are wondering the if you can just Ken Crat. Yeah. <laughs> you ever wonder if you can just like call upon the devil and he'll like show up? Yeah. Hi, I'd like to buy a soul. Uh, do you yeah. do right. that DoorDash? Yeah, just Satan himself. Or do you have to like it. go meet him at the crossroads? Is it like that? <laughs> Does it do house calls? Yeah, uh, he might now. He might have to now. Like curbside pickup now with the the pandemic is is how he operates. He'll he drops the soul off on your on your porch, rings the doorbell, and then waits in his car to make okay. sure you come out and get yeah. it. And he waves and he yells until we meet again it. as he runs away. That's how he does That's it. Right. Wait a minute, this soul's been opened. <laughs> <laughs> this soul's been used. All right, uh, all right. Let's get to the first question here. Oh, by the way, the pr- uh, prizes that uh, Dustin and Andy can win: police stories. Evans remains for the winner, and the runner-up gets Star Wars Squadrons, a oh, very, very good game. It is a very good game. Plays in Police VR is pretty well. Good. Yeah, they're all good, but yeah. that the VR oh, the Black VR Adam is out. Yes, the VR mode for that Star oh, right. Wars game is excellent, better than you'd think. Oh, cool! Yeah. All right, really good. Anyway. Very good. All right, let's get to this. Uh, your first question, gentlemen. Let's go with uh, the Muses. Not throwing Muses the band, but the actual Greek Muses. I want to know which of these are actual Greek muses from Greek mythology. Your choices are uh, Thalia or Talia, uh, Urania, Circe, Erato, uh, Salome, and Cassiopeia or Cassiopeia, depending on where you put the uh, emphasis. Erato. Cassio keyboard Pia. Uh, Let's see. Three of these are correct, eh? Wow. That's right. Three of these answers are right. Oh, and we know you're. We know you're never amused, uh, Tally. <laughs> yeah, never, never fully amused. <laughs> um, all right, I'm locking in with two. All right, uh, let's see here. Both locked in. Uh, you went with. Uh, let's see, Brian. You went with Talia and Urania. Scott, you went with. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, no, and Cassiopeia. Scott, you went with Urania and Arato. Congratulations, Scott! You got two of yeah. the job. Yeah, Talia, Urania, and Arato. Uh, well done. You know your muses, apparently. Only a couple. The rest of these looks. I'm not amused. Yeah, the Cassiopeia is a not this. I can't remember what it's it is. It's a constellation, yeah. but but it's a Greek uh, a Greek woman who is not amused nor a god. There you go. What was the third <laughs> one we missed? Uh, uh, Salome. Salome. Oh, the one you. Oh, no, no, yeah. the one, the other one that's oh. correct uh, that I didn't do. Thalia. Okay. Oh, uh, Thalia. Yes, or right. Thalia. Thalia. There you go. All right, very good. Let's get to question number two. Now I feel like a half ass. Oh. 
We'll make you full uh, the ass. The 12 by the end. tribes of Israel. Let's get to the 12 tribes of Israel. Your choices are Gideon, Issachar, Zebulun, Gad, Jacob, and Nebuchadnezzar. Uh, Which of these are the 12 mm, tribes of Israel? Pretty sure I know these. Pretty sure I don't know none of these. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Mm -mm. Let's, let's see if all those years in Sunday school when I was a kid pay off. <laughs> All right, okay. I'm locked. Scott locked in. Brian still giving his answer. I'm still guessing. All right, it's fine. It's hey, fine. you keep guessing. You do you. Okay. Uh, you Top both, upper right hand you corner. You both locked in with Gideon, Gad, and Jacob. Mm -hmm. Congratulations oh. to both of you for not getting uh, more than one right. Gad is the only one of those three. Dang it! That is a twelve. That's one of the uh, twelve wow. tribes of Israel. Jacob is kind of a little little uh, uh, misdirection there because Jacob was the father of the twelve tribes. Right. Um, oh. but, not, but not one of the tribes himself. Son of Abraham so. got stabbed. Oh. Almost, almost got killed. Uh, all right. All right. Well, that that's shows right. what we're we going know. into uh, the final round. Scott has three. Brian has zero. Let's see how you guys do with question number three. Something a little bit easier for you guys. All right. Flightless birds. <laughs> Which of these birds can fly? Which one can't? Uh, peacock, kiwi, hupo, cassowary, taka, and chicken. Three of those birds can fly. Three of them cannot. Okay, but. But we're looking at the ones that can't. You want to right? tell me right. the ones that, that cannot? Yes, the one, I want to know the ones I that like cannot. Yeah, yeah. Celebrity Jeopardy. Sorry, I guess I, yeah, I've kind of I said, <laughs> tell me the birds that cannot fly. Here's a fun, here's a fun fact. Five of those taste like one of them. So think of that. Uh, well, all right. six then. Technically six then. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I don't freaking know. This is going to be rough. Because I think some of these are tricky. Uh, Brian is uh, yeah. Also, flight does can flight be counted as like twenty yards? You know, right? Like, what's what's just a prolonged jump? Yeah, because <laughs> some of them. My favorite is when my favorite was Ibit goes. I'm going to throw you a softball now, and we both go, "Oh no!" I don't know. I what this think, is. You know, you know, it's birds. It's like it's uh, nature. Oh, uh, you guys are both locked in. Scott, you've locked in with cassowary and hoopo. Brian, you've locked in with the peacock. The kiwi and the chicken. I'm sorry to say, chickens can fly, Brian. So yes, sorry. they can. Yeah, that's true. But so can uh, hoopos and peacocks. Shit. Uh, Shit. Zero points for both of you. I went with birds. Kiwi. I actually know are birds. Uh. Yeah. The, I don't even know what a taka is. I've never, I don't know if I've seen one. Cassowary I don't know what a hoopy is. Like uh. big, goofy ostrich looking things in uh, Australia. And of course, we know what the kiwi looks like uh, shoe polish. Uh, so. Three points for yeah. Scott to win the game. Congratulations, then, going to Dustin. Why don't chickens just Austin. leave? Oh, sweet. <laughs> Look, we right? Like, you know, why, why don't they leave when you just put them in a little fenced area? Yeah, what the heck? <laughs> Congratulations. Oh, You're a winner. Here's like, the thing. I never see a peacock do anything but stand there or go right, just yeah, me, around. Me too. And, me, too. Yeah. me too. And so I don't blame you for but, picking that one. I almost no, did, but I was like, eh. It's too easy. Their tails, even the males' tails are so. I guess the males did have, do have the big, colorful tails, but like even the the females' tails are big. You wouldn't think that they would be conducive to flight, but mm -mm. apparently they can. Yeah, and chicken. I actually, I wasn't entirely sure on because I've seen chickens get pretty far. 
I just don't yeah. think they're like they're not I, known I, for yeah, going I, miles. I really it's kind of a prolonged. It is kind of a prolonged jump for those. But yeah. apparently okay, that, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah, they don't have the brain for it, man. Counts they're too flight. stupid. So yeah. stupid. You ever seen a crow? Could, like could, crows can mimic can jump you. off the roof and fly for a second. <laughs> crows can take frozen stuff and like thaw it out to eat it. Crows are like these brilliant birds. Do they see a chicken and just go, "What the you stupid idiot chicken!" Like they probably oh, are probably. embarrassed by chickens. Yeah. Of all the birds, chickens, man, they suck. Right, right. But they're making me hungry. All well, right, that's why we. That's why we eat chicken and we rarely eat crow. Yeah, don't eat crow. Try not to. <laughs> it's bad when you avoid the crow. Well, congratulations. That's awesome. You're both big winners, yeah. though, because uh, that yeah. second one is uh, is an awesome game, and uh, we're glad that you were all able to play with us. And tomorrow, uh, we're going to be playing more. Hey, Brian Dunaway, tell me again what our topic is on Play Retro tomorrow. We're going to play some Splatterhouse. uh, From the arcade to the Genesis, even that weird Wakufu, whatever it was with the NES that was only released in Japan. I'm going to talk a little bit about that as well. Kind of a a cutesy version of Splatterhouse. That's right. Really? I've never even heard of that. It's a very weird game, and it never came here. And we're probably—it's probably okay that it didn't. Ampaku Graffiti. I don't think it was very good, but uh, but Splatterhouse, a special place in my heart, and it's Halloween, so why the hell not? Let's talk about Splatterhouse. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be tomorrow. Uh, check it out three thirty minute time at Play Retro, or sorry, frogfans.com slash Play Retro, where you can find all the details and the podcast. Done away. Would you say? What are you going to say there? What are you doing? I said Rick. Oh, no, you, <laughs> Rick. <laughs> Why do you say Rick? Was, was that uh, Walking Dead reference? I don't know what what uh, what. Why is he bringing Rick into this? Yeah, what Rick is he referring to? And I hung up on him, so I can't find out. I know you'll have to wait till Wednesday we'll to know. see what the we'll hell he's know. talking about. That guy. All right, we have a little bit of news and time to do it. So let's do it right now. It's time for the news, and it's brought to you by. The Whispering Order Taker at the Freddy's in Draper, Utah. Yeah, what the frick? So we go to Dra- we go to Freddy's after the canyon. We're like, perfect. That sounds great. And it was good. Always. I like Freddy's. It's good. Always good. Yeah. But we go through the drive up, and this is what we get. We get up to the thing. goes, and I expect someone to go, hi, welcome to Freddy's. You want to try our day day? I'll give, take your, you know, like all that. Instead, it's yeah. this guy goes, hi, welcome to Freddy's. <laughs> no, really like yeah. his ASMR. late night. He's ASMR. 70s DJ. Yeah, it was more like ASMR voice. It was like, what is, your, is that a medium or a large size? And it got to the point where we weren't even sure what he was saying half the time. Kind of like the quiet talker on on Seinfeld. Yeah. And they don't, he, Jerry doesn't know he just committed to wearing a freaking puffy the shirt. puffy shirt. It was yeah. like that. So I was like, uh, so with no cheese? And he's like, I'm like I, <laughs> I don't know if I got the right order. I have no idea. It worked out, but. Uh, Man, that okay. guy's quiet. Nobody got something that they weren't expecting. Yeah, it's like, pull, pull up to the second window. My, oh, my God. Is everything okay in there? Anyway. Yeah, look, it's like, right. Uh, call the police. <laughs> call the police. <laughs> I'm being held against my own will. Uh, <laughs> but then, you know, the, the gunman would be a little concerned, right? It would be, hi, welcome to Freddy's. Can I take your order? Call the police. I'm being held up. <laughs> Yeah, see, exactly. He would be giving it away unless the unless he's hunkered down underneath the cupboard or something. Oh, uh, see, yeah. yeah. Uh, there might be a little bit of a holdup on your order. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. But whatever you do, don't uh, call the authorities on us uh, if your meal is a little bit late. Yeah, don't kill we're me under, if I'm... <laughs> we're a little under the gun here. Uh... <laughs> I love it. Uh, well, anyway, here's your first story. California Baker in the news. Mm-hmm. On a winter's day, California Baker. 
Anyway, he created a life-size Han Solo out of bread. This is pretty cool. Wow. Yeah, you guys got to oh, see it. Oh, please this. tell me it's it's uh, like carbonite Han Solo. It is. If I can pull it up. Sorry, I'm not ready for this here. Uh, this is. Oh, uh, it is. It, it is totally carbonite. Is. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, how awesome is this? Like, yeah. I'd be afraid to eat it. I'd just, I just want to keep it forever. No kidding. But look Gotta at that keep thing. keep it fresh. It's no good to me, moldy. Yeah. It's actually really, like, it's got the little drippy carbonite yeah. veins from his lips and the whole thing. It's crazy. It's impressive. Han it's Solo impressive. may be a hunk, but Pan Solo is a hunk of bread. <laughs> That's what they call him. Also, would you want to even bake it? Because it would expand and stuff. It'd get weird shaped. You yeah. want to keep it it's in dough photo- form. The photo on the site is not coming. Oh, up not, for is me. it not coming up go. for you? Here, I'll send you a. I'll send you a screen grab. Actually, I got. Uh, I'm able to. I'll go to the New York Times version. I can see the photo there. Do you sub to them, by the way? I do because I. Um, yeah, I do because I like Wirecutter and the uh, crossword and all that. Oh, stuff. I thought Wirecutter was fully available to it's everybody. It's free. It's totally free. But if I want to go deep on any of the. The articles that it links to, then I then gotcha. it says, uh, "You don't have access to this." Blah. Blah. I do hate that. Yes, that's how they get you. It's totally um, how they get you. It says that's uh, what a bakery in San Francisco area do. They done have done. They've dubbed the six foot one point eight meter uh, bread sculpture of the Star Wars character as he appeared after being frozen in carbonite in The Empire Strikes Back. Hanley Pervin. That almost sounds like a Star Wars name, doesn't it? <laughs> it totally does. Uh, I'm going to come up with a character for uh, episode two. Yeah. It's a Gungan, a Gungan named Hanley Pervin. Hanley, Hanley Pervin. She'll, he'll, she'll be the love interest of uh, Jar Jar Binks. And, uh... <laughs> anyway, uh, this and her mother, Catherine Pervin, uh, co-owners of One House Bakery in Benicia, California, uh, spent weeks of molding, baking, and assembling the life-size sculpture in, uh, using wood and two types of dough. Wait a minute. What's going on with the wood? I guess the wood is just the flat back there. Support it. Yeah. Don't tell me there's wood in my bread. It fall over. And, uh, you know, the one thing about this, the hands and the, the face come out and they look great, a little 3D, but then you get the chest and the pants are like a little flat. Yeah. <laughs> It's not perfect down there. It's not perfect, but it is damn impressive. It's pretty good. Um, So they got a little bit obsessed. They ended up having to use some kind of uh, yeastless dough with a ton of sugar in it so it lasts longer. It holds its shape. Oh, sure. Makes sense, yeah. uh, The two worked at night after the day's business was done. They crafted this thing and his anguished face and his hands stretching out. Uh, Hanalee said she might have gotten a little obsessed. Mom made me leave it because I was obsessing over the lips. <laughs> she was like, you need to walk away. Uh, let's Just see. walk away. Says, <laughs> to beat you to it. This was, uh, said it was particularly meaningful because she told the paper uh, she contracted COVID-19 in January 2021 and lost much of her sense of taste and smell. So I just find joy in a different part of food that is really important. The sculpture is now on display outside the bakery located at a half hour's drive north of San Francisco. I so I didn't mean to just send you the exact same article. Hold on, I'm going to delete that because what I meant to send you is this photo of another thing they did, which was a chair that they created for a game of scones. Well, and see. it's 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 cool, but it's a little less impressive than the uh, it's like <laughs> 25 baguettes uh, zip tied to a wicker, wicker chair. Yeah, that's really <laughs> all it is. I love it though. It is kind of cool, but it's it's uh. Remember the keyboard one in the place in Vegas that we did the competition? 
Um, they put a bunch of. They had a whole chair just made of keyboards and mice and. Oh yes, gamer yeah. shit. That the was throne cool. of games, basically. Yeah, yeah. throne of games. I, I don't know if it was modeled after that one, but yeah, yeah that was awesome. That I thought was it was really awesome. cool. Um, also, I didn't know this. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say a thing. Okay, La- last thing. last night we watched uh, the penultimate episode of oh, House okay. of the Dragon. Do I need to take my headphones off? No, not at all. Okay. I am just gonna say that this <laughs> is the. This that was one of the best hours of television I've seen all year. Wow. Okay. It was really? so good. Yeah. The, the finale I hope can even live up to the penultimate episode because it was extremely well done. Gotcha. So this the, the, this wasn't the finale episode. That's got to be coming up, right? Oh, next, next week. Next week. Yep. Last one. Okay. For the season. I guess and that would got, mean penultimate. Yeah. We've got a four season plan. They say, and this oh. season went so well. I loved every second of this. So I'm very excited, but that fine this fine this second to last episode really truly some of the best TV I've seen in ages. I love the fact that they've they've got a um, a plan right that they've said no we're doing four seasons we've written the story out so that we know it's going to take four seasons to tell and we have all of these plot points that we're going to be hitting yeah. as opposed to yeah we know we've got a story we don't know how it ends but we're going to be working towards it so have fun everybody. Yeah. Plus they were like I don't know. Maybe plans in 2011 when you have a hit thing like that are different than they are today. I feel like maybe you've learned yeah. something from that. And either way, like they just knocked it out of the park. I, I would say to anybody at home who's like, well, I really love Game of Thrones till they really wrapped it up too fast at the end and just crammed everything into, you know, six episodes or whatever. Yeah. I feel you. I felt the same way. This is not that. This does not suffer from that no. same problem. It has a lot of time jumps, but it feels in it feels right. Like it feels like the way you want it to be. Um, I won't give anything away on that, but there's you know they, they cover a chunk of time in this thing, and it's very good. Anyway, I'm excited for it. Definitely so check it out. We're three episodes into or four episodes into Midnight Club, and uh, I'll be honest, I'm I'm still enjoying it. I you know I don't uh, always agree with Randy. Often I do, but in this case, I disagree with him. I think it's. I think it's a very different thing than Midnight Mass or Haunting of Hill House or the other, the other one that uh, Flanagan did. And I think again, it's attributed to the fact that he didn't write it; he's adapting somebody else. Sure. Um, but I went in feeling like you know, all right, this is going to be an anthology thing with a bunch of smaller stories wrapped in a bigger story. And so far, that's what I'm getting. And so far, I'm enjoying it. It's good. Um, you're not the only one to tell me that. I keep hearing from a whole bunch of people. They really like it. So, Randy? I've yeah. moved Catwoman. We, you'll keep moving Catwoman. <laughs> um, keep Catwoman on the move. We are going to take a break. When we come back, we'll spend some time with Steven Schleicher. Okay? I love that idea. I think it's a great idea. It's like a doctor visit without, you know... You know, with the nervousness or sitting in the waiting room too long or any of that. Right. He's a he's a he's a warm, sensitive man, <laughs> and he's gonna you know sit here with us, and we're gonna feel comfort while he's here and all that. So I'm looking forward to that coming right up after this song that Brian will present. Yes, I've got one here from uh, a band. I love the name of this band, Tedious and Brief. Oh, which is um, you know uh, what I think of some pop music uh, these days. But this isn't pop. This is very indie, hook-heavy indie rock. Um, this is their first uh, original single that they've released in over a year. The single is called "Tired Work," which is a proverbial, as they put it, a proverbial middle finger to those people and anyone in a position of authority like them who use their power to abuse, threaten, and belittle the people they've deemed below them. Take that. Here is tedious and brief and tired work. 
here to talk to you about factor yes that's right factor falls finally here brian and with a new season comes a new routine but if you're like me you get sick of the same old same old day after day i can't have dog ritos until i'm dead i can't be doing that right i can't do pumpkin spice this and pumpkin spice that every day not every day so we're lucky that Factor exists. They've got ready-to-eat meal deliveries made in uh, very easy ways to switch things up with 30-plus meal choices per week, 36-plus weekly add-ons, and an option to add protein 
to select vegan plus vegan meals each or veggie meals each week. That's how they do it. So let's talk about it. I, in, in particular, I really focused on the chicken dishes when I got mm, mine. Sure. And I really like the Greek lemon chicken. Fan freaking tastic. Mm, I could eat that yeah. every day. I mean, I, I'll, I'll shake things up and not do that, but I, I thought it was great. <laughs> did you have one that, that grabbed you? I, I did. I did the uh, stuffed pepper casserole with roasted green beans. And, and green beans are one of those things that, you know, don't always work when they're frozen and reheated for whatever reason, whatever, whatever they're doing, you know, getting non-processed green beans totally works. But the stuffed pepper casserole with the rice and the, the, the sauce, Oh my God. It's so good. Mine so, even so had, good. mine even had a little like dessert had like a little hot, uh, oh, really? uh, cr- uh what's what do you call that? Peach cobbler type thing in the corner. And I didn't expect that. And that's that, like a, like an old Stouffer's, uh, to- uh oven meal. Whatever yeah, it is. These, except these it tasted yeah. good. It was actually good. So anyway, it's really good. But Brian, am I going to spend through all my wallets uh, to to buy one of these things? Like, what's it? Cost? You're not. No, it's uh, it's so cheap. And their their rotating menu has tons of fall options every week too. So you can add your seasonal favorites like three bean vegan chili, the apple mustard pork chop, and even Tuscan tomato chicken into your rotation just to spice things up. Ooh, yeah. And it is cheaper than takeout, seriously. Thanks to their commitment to ingredients and integrity, you can actually feel good about what you're eating every day and not pay through the roof to do it. And uh, if you're doing one of those one of those diets, I'm not going to call them weird diets, but come on, to me they're weird. Uh, if you're, they have endless options, however you like to eat. So if you if you're doing the keto thing, you're doing calorie smart, you're doing uh, just vegan and veggie, uh, protein plus to get chef crafted, dietitian approved recipes that you're going to look forward to every single time. Here's the easy thing to do, and all you have to do: head over to go.factor75.com slash TMS60 and then use the code TMS60 to get 60%. Yeah, you heard me right. 60% off your first box. That code again is TMS60 at go.factor75.com slash TMS60 to get 60% off your first box. You remind them what you're going to show them and then you go... Boom! Like you're saying, take a look at this hunk of man. Something like that, okay? I've had the nervous poops all week. This is the morning stream. Exercising demons since 2012. We started the show in 2011, but we didn't start wiping out demons till the next year so. <laughs> we had to work up to that you got to work up to it brian who is that uh, uh performer and song again? Oh, i'll happily tell you that was tedious and brief in their brand new single tired work nice yes uh, yes all right steven incoming uh i can tell i can hear it i can feel it yeah i know it in my heart of hearts steven schleicher steven schleicher <laughs> Look, it is everybody. Steven Schleicher, all the way from Majorspoilers.com in Hayes, Kansas, where he tracks all the coolest and latest information about comic books, movies, pop culture, and more. Steven, welcome back to the show. Hello, Scott. Hello, Brian. Hey, Hello. man. It's good to hear from you, as always. Uh, how, how are things? Are you gearing up for, uh, you know, kids getting all Halloweened up and all that? I guess my kids are too old for Halloween now. Oh, come they, on. They, now. They, they oh, they don't. 
just take out the pillowcase and just see how much candy they can get into it. Mm. I know the youngest has zero intention of doing any Halloween. The oldest, since he's a sophomore in high school, uh, might. Yeah. But he's also surly and doesn't like to do anything that might embarrass him. Oh, yeah. I get that. That's interesting. The younger. So the younger one's what? 12, 11, 12. 11 yeah 11 he should i think he should still be rocking it that's he doesn't like it anymore huh not into it no no he he realizes that if he wants candy we can just walk down the aisle at walmart and he goes hey there's a bag of m&ms can you buy those mom that is a practical kid right there yeah just go right you know cut out the middle he doesn't doesn't have to do any song and dance or anything he just is like hey mom dad buy me some oh that reminds me you don't get variety you just get one kind (laughs) that reminds me we were driving up to silver lake yesterday and they have like a store there uh trading post type small store you can buy a bunch of snacks or you know whatever and this kid in front of us goes could i poo here do i have to buy something (laughs) and the lady goes um well i mean we'd love it if you bought something but you can use the bathroom if you need to and he's like okay and he just went and used the bathroom and left some teenage kid. <laughs> Can I poo here? Can I poo here? Or do I need to buy something? <laughs> I feel like That's what I say when I'm out lifting. It's like I walk into a Starbucks. Like, Can I poo here? Or do I have to buy something? <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, Stephen, good, good to have you here as always. Uh, let's get into a few things. Um, we're all pinball fans here, I think, yeah. in this group. Um, Zen Pinball, known for their video game adaptations of pinball uh, machines, as well as some of their own designs. I've added two new free Star Wars tables to Apple Arcade. Ooh. Yeah. Are we Which excited about I, this? To be honest, I don't know. Is anybody playing Apple Arcade? Yeah. I do. Yeah, we we'll still are. Okay. Yeah. I like okay. it. Right. I like it. It's a good value. It's like, I'm like, oh, Zen Pinball, they got two new Star Wars tables, and it's already two previously released Star Wars tables. Uh, one's Boba Fett, and the other one is Rise of Skywalker, I believe. Yes. And um, Force Awakens. And of course, it, yeah, oh, Force Awakens, yeah. yeah. So if you if you've already got the Zen Pinball system on your PlayStation, or you've got you know a fancy system like Brian does, yes, if you've got a One Up arcade machine from Zen Studios that you've already yep. hacked and loaded all the pinball oh, have all you? The okay. tables on, yeah, yeah. How, so that. how easy was that? Because I've got the Marvel one, and I'm like. Do I want to go through the trouble of hacking it like I did the other one-up machine or not? It was very easy. Yeah, that's uh, that's the same thing. I've got the Marvel one. Um, it's really just a matter of of opening up the front, getting to that USB thing inside, flipping a switch, hooking up your laptop to it, downloading some software, and 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 uh, re rebooting it basically. And uh, okay, all right, yeah. These end tables are cool though. I like their stuff and. Um, just, yeah. just on the Apple Arcade side of things, they've made it really kind of s- simple to have because if you do like their Apple One thing and you get like a family plan for music and mm-hmm. what's the other stuff that comes with it, whatever it is. Uh, fitness, um, storage. Yeah, a bunch uh, of crap together. Yeah. And so they've bundled it. And so it's it's like a no-brainer. Just like, well, just get it as part of it. And the games have been sure. pretty good. Like as far as a... I mean, look, mobile gaming, you say what you want about it. It's not my favorite place to game either, but... It's of, of all the services that's an alternative to free to play garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, I like this the most because no ads. They're real the video ads, games. The, mm-hmm. Yeah, they have to work work with controllers. They have to sync to your Mac. They have these rules about them that that, that have to be there. Cloud no uh, buying cloud gems to complete tasks. <laughs> yeah, none of that crap. And I yeah. like that. So for what it is, it's it's pretty good. 
Uh, well, anyway, right, cool. th- that's out there now. Yeah, go, go get those. They're free. Go get them. And uh, I always love the cool, you know, 3D effects that they build into the yes. into their tables and the animations and stuff. Like and, little little miniature figures of characters on the mm-hmm. tables helping your move, kick your ball around and stuff. It's the great. Force Awakens one is yeah. awesome because it's like out in the Tatooine desert. Or not Tatooine. Mm-hmm. Where's, what's her planet? Um, uh, uh, Kakarak or no, Kazookak or like Pakarat, Pac- whatever it is. <laughs> can you tell how sad it's like how much we Jaku, didn't enjoy it. like didn't care about those oh jacku that's Jaku, right that's Jaku right is that guy from uh from my hero academia yeah, yeah. <laughs> i actually really like that anime have you seen the chainsaw one steven that just came out the no chainsaw i haven't game? i asked my youngest we were sitting at the table the other day it's like uh, so this chainsaw man anime he's like yeah is it uh have you seen it? he's like yep and it's like it just came out and he's already been through all of the all the stuff <laughs> Did it? Did he like it? I think so. He was just like, "Hey, it's all right." But then again, you can never tell with that kid. Mm. He might be thrilled, but you wouldn't hear it. You wouldn't know. Yeah, he keeps a very low profile. Unless he's angry at something, then watch out. Sure. Um, <laughs> trying to see if there was like a. Oh, there's only one episode out. I guess there's yeah. two. Uh, they, they're doing them one by one, and there's no no uh, dubs, only subs at the moment. And it's go out cr- and look for somebody has created a little Chainsaw Man Lego figure. Oh that is Lord. pretty cool. Really? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that his chainsaws. Well, he's got one right on his head. You know, like his nose. <laughs> his nose is a giant chainsaw. It's fantastic. <laughs> I kind of want to watch it. We'll see. Um, anyway, let's move on to this. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Um, Question Marvel. For Brian. I was going to talk about this last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Marvel Snap thing on the 18th. Yeah, that's tomorrow, tomorrow, everybody. Woo-hoo! That's exciting. So what what do we need to know, Brian? Because uh, I'm guessing that you have a new YouTube channel ready to launch where it's like, <laughs> here's all the tricks, here's all the tips, uh, here's everything If I was smart, I would have done this already. I don't know why I haven't. But um, yeah, I should, you know, Scott, if you want to do, or somebody, if we want to do like a, a Twitch shared stream where I can share my share my screen and teach everybody the the everything they need to know about marvel snap i feel like if we put that on youtube or even break it up into smaller videos so many people are going to be checking it out because they're going to download the game and there's a lot of stuff that that's obvious but there's a lot of stuff that's not obvious that is that will help you with the game it's not required knowledge but um yeah it's a card game designed by uh, ben brode formerly of blizzard the guy who came up with hearthstone and uh the big difference between Hearthstone and Marvel Snap is it's a quicker game to play. It's like a three-minute, each round is three minutes maximum because mm-hmm. uh, you're only playing six rounds usually. And um, and you've got locations as opposed to playing all your cards just all over the board wherever you want. You've got three locations you play cards in. You can play up to four cards in a location. And the winner of each location uh gets their their points added together and if you win two of the three locations you're the winner of that game gotcha okay and uh it is there's so much depth to it because you've got all these cards but then these locations throw this extra wrinkle into it that create makes every game feel like it's a different you have to employ a different strategy even if you've got the killer deck there are locations that can either break it or hinder it or even um uh, emphasize it or, or help support it. So, so is this on all iOS devices or is this only on Apple devices? No, it's on everything. Only on it's on okay. it's on well, Android, iOS. Tomorrow it's on yes. everything, right? Yeah. So when, I can when you so say I can all iOS devices. 
like desktop iPad phone or just phone and iPad? Just phone and iPad. No, no. So iOS, yes. Mac OS, no. Although, who knows? It might be one of those one of those apps that you can sideload onto. If you know the um, the M ones will do it. I think the M ones will do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wonder. If, I wonder if uh, you'll be able available to do it. They are working. They're doing a PC version, and they're working on a horizontal mode for the PC version for streamers, which is great. Yeah. Um, not on Steam though, right? Not uh, on maybe Steam. it might be. Oh well. I mean, why wouldn't it yeah. be? That's true. I guess I don't know. They would. Uh, they have nowhere else to distribute it. I don't think, unless they want to do only direct. But that'd be weird. They, I'm sure it'll that be would on be Steam. really weird. I mean, it's Google Play and and Apple Store or uh, um, iOS Store, but uh, I don't see why they wouldn't do Steam. Yeah, it makes total sense. Yeah, probably Steam. I'm very excited Epic. about this game because Brian, you have been hyping this up for six months now, something yeah, like that. Something like that. It feels like it's been forever. And um, the cards, the card artwork. You know, I'm not a. I'm not a. Oh, I've got to collect variants and all these different versions of cards, but they've got, I've been trying to collect all the Scotty Young versions of all oh, the cards because okay. uh, I'm a huge fan of his, uh, of his style. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That um, is one thing that there yeah. are games like um, uh, Smash Up and what's the other one that's the big uh, deck building shuffle game from is it Fantasy Flight. I forget which one, what the name mm-hmm. of that one is. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is that all the cards are different because they are just licensing art from the comic pages. Right. And so oh, right. you can't really yeah. get a consistent look or feel through all the cards. So at least this one, they're like, Hey, here's a Scotty young line or here is this artist. Right. Line. And there's still, yeah. I'm sure they're taken from existing sources. I don't think that these are brand new pieces of mm. Scotty young art, but they're not, it isn't like, Oh yeah, we took this, this, uh, cover from a comic and just took the word balloons out or took this page, right. this panel from a, a comic and took the word balloons out. Yeah, and there think, might be some of this stuff that's that's actually made for this game by those artists. Those will probably so, end up being like their legendaries and stuff. I had to guess, you know. I think like, so. Um, and it's and you can you can definitely play this. You can definitely be free to play with this thing. You do not so yeah, need free to, to pay play for anything. Mm-hmm. In-app purchases, right? Yeah. It does have in-app purchases. You can, as with everything, you can buy gold. You can't buy packs of cards. You have to earn the cards, which is a great. Um, a great equalizer, basically. Um, uh, and, and to earn cards, you have to play the game and then um, boost your existing cards. And there's like a ladder, a ladder thing. Yeah. Um, but it's yeah, I can't wait it, for this. It's uh, free to play, and it's I wouldn't say it's pay to win. Um, you know, there there are cards in higher levels in in what they call pools, pool three, that are nice to have. But no card is a guaranteed win Black Lotus kind of situation. Yeah. yeah. So I guess the other question then, Brian, is yeah. do you have to start over at zero tomorrow or? Thank goodness no, because I, <laughs> I'll show my my card collection here on screen. But it is, uh, I've got a, I basically have every card in the game uh, through playing from, you know, for six months, whatever. Yeah. Um. And uh, <laughs> wait, aren't you logged in in a different country though, or something? Or where, where? I am, but uh, it's logged into my Marvel account, which is my American Marvel account. Uh, I just had to download uh, the game from from Philippines. Got it. Because okay. that was the other thing. I was like, oh man, Brian's going to have to start over from zero when he gets onto the I, American server. I might cry if I had to do that, but uh, but you'd do it, right? You'd but I would do it. do it. I'd happily do it. Yeah. 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 So uh, no, this is this is a blast, and yeah, like I said, we need to. Uh, 
we need to do a little live stream kind of thing. If nothing else, maybe I'll just record some some video explaining the game, and, uh, and then you and I can talk about it on the show tomorrow when it goes live. Sure, sure. Yep, I can't wait for it either. I want to. I want to play it. Yeah, uh, it's, it's and, the only. And they're introducing yeah. uh, the ability to play against your friends, so we can actually have oh, nice. frog pants matches. Which Ooh, would be great. A little tournament, maybe. Mm. Exactly. Uh, Mush Potatoes asked, so if I couldn't get into the beta, I'm going to get owned by people that were in the beta. No, like I said, no, no card is, a, is an automatic win situation, and you're, you're, uh, and it does ranking games, so you're going to play against people who are also brand new who have the base set of cards. And there's great cards in the base set, so yeah. But yeah. you could fight. But if you so if, they, if they went like up against Brian, and Brian would probably beat him. Is what'll happen, right? Um, because you're you're not necessarily there. There are game. There are cards in pool number one that can break one of my the deck that I consider to be my the one I play about seventy five percent of the time. Um, if you have like two cards, it's like crap i can't use a third of my deck because that the, that card breaks it that makes it sound like it's more random based or, or luck based and less skill based is that would you say it's that's a true combination of the two the luck based comes in with the locations because mm. those those are randomly chosen at the start of every game right um the uh the the skill based is knowing how to play your cards and knowing all right even if this card comes up I can use it in this situation uh, or this other situation. Um, and the, the deck I'm playing is is a uh, Lockjaw Jubilee deck. So what Lockjaw does, I'll just you know really quickly describe this. If you play Lockjaw in one of your locations, then any card you play in that location will disappear and a new card will take its place. Lockjaw will teleport that card out and teleport another card from your deck. So it's a really good way to, um, if you've got a lot of high cards in your deck, it'll pull, it, it has a random chance of pulling one of those high cards. But let's say on the random deal, all your high cards come out at the start. You don't have enough mana to play any of them. So you throw Lockjaw out there and it's like, uh, okay, I guess I'll throw uh you know, little cheapo cards in there and hope I get something decent uh, from there. So interesting. All right. Yeah. I'm looking forward uh, to playing that game. Finally, finally get your hands me on too. it. Maybe. I'll be, I'll be here for anybody who wants to talk about it and who wants to uh, get some tips and suggestions and things like that. It's the Marvel snap uh, Virgin hotline, Brian, uh, <laughs> 1-800-BRIAN. Right. I'll, I'll put a big V on your forehead and uh, we'll have a blast. It'll yep. be a great time for all. It'll yes. be great. Uh, Stephen, finally, the <laughs> She-Hulk thing and the Ring of Powers thing, they both ended their season. Yep. Yeah. Um, we don't have to get into story points here, but uh, how does everyone feel about how things... I've, I've still not watched either of these shows, so I'm... You know. I really enjoyed She-Hulk just because of how... I think... So here's the thing. If you watch all of She-Hulk together, knowing that it's a commentary from the very first episode, a commentary on the Marvel Cinematic Universe and Marvel Cinematic fandom, yeah. then this is a fantastic dissertation on what is messed <laughs> up with both fandom and the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I mean, it is it has yeah. no problem just saying, yeah, you guys who love, uh, you know, Cinematic Universe, that's great. But look how messed up the Cinematic Universe is. It, I mean, right. it's not just yeah. the last episode that does this. It's like if you take everything from the beginning of She-Hulk, it is this great essay on... <laughs> 
on itself. <laughs> so would you say and, um, in and the end, rabid, it's all rabid oh, fan base and Twitter yeah, yeah, yeah. folks? And, yeah. Would you would you call yeah. it? I mean, would the would you classify the entire thing as as more satirical than uh, overall? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay. it's it's totally satirical. I all mean, right, it is sure. straight up. It is the straight up uh, burn comic book from top to bottom. Okay. It is, and it's great. It's great to have this kind of be a. A, a location where we can have something like this, right? It's it's how um, uh, What If used to be back in the day when it was a comic book. It was like this place for, for writers to just really go nuts and explore other ideas without saying, in this special issue of... Uh, uh, Spider-Man, he joins the Fantastic Four, and and the you know uh, Human Torch never existed or something like that. Right. And mm-hmm. and She-Hulk gives Marvel this place to have its super like super comedic stuff without saying, all right, we need to throw some slapstick into Ant-Man or we need to throw this you know this satire thing into Hawkeye. They don't have to do mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Uh, and Daredevil the- makes an appearance, Scott, and his uh, two appearances in the in the show are great and awesome. I heard yeah. about that. Uh, yeah, so How, how's he? Uh, the, somebody out. told me his suit's different. Is that true? Than it was in the, the. Yeah, it's it's red and yellow. Oh. It's the mustard, ketchup and mustard suit. Ooh, well, they decided to go that way, did they? Hmm. Well, I mean, you know, he has to get a new suit. It's and there, fine. And there's an in, there's an in show explanation of of where the suit comes from. I liked his black ninja looking early thing he wore in that series yeah. on Netflix. Yeah, that, me too. That was cool. I'm not saying that should have been the thing forever, but I liked it. It was a good time. Well, all right. Who's the power? Really? I liked it it well enough. Yeah. What thing did you, what's that? Oh, Rings of Power. Power. Sorry. Okay. I watched, I started to watch the first episode the week that it came out and I was like five minutes into it and I was like, nah, this isn't for me. Mm. And I waited three weeks and then I watched like two or three episodes back to back. Yeah. And it was like, okay, I'll stick through this because there's questions on who the stranger is and who really is Sauron and all this stuff. Yeah. And then you hit episode six. Episode six is the best episode in the entire series. And then after that's over, you're like, okay, well now what? And I thought they did a pretty good job with the material that they're using and how they're adapting it. Uh, it's not a Game of Thrones, I don't think. It's definitely not Peter Jackson's trilogy, uh, but it's its own thing. I sit there and I watched every episode and I liked how it ended. It's fine. I'll be back for season two. But I can't see how a billion dollars was spent on that series. Is that what the total price was? Or That's the total what they're amount? talking about is how they spent a billion dollars on this series. And I just do not see it on, on the screen. It seems like a lot like the entire I was funny. That's funny. You bring that up because I was just looking at the House of the Dragon um, uh, at what they paid for that. The entire season, 200 million, um, which seems low by some standards. But I never once in that show went, oh, I can tell they're cutting corners here. Like it is it is beautifully shot. Incredible set design. They're using some. Some version of what Marvel Disney used or Marvel uh, Lucasfilm used for Mandalorian, the the projection cave stuff. Uh, they used some of that to 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 uh, you know kind of dress up some of the sets and scenery and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. In some brand new set in Europe somewhere or in the UK, uh, this is like the first time it's being used or whatever. But two hundred million, so about twenty million per episode. That doesn't seem crazy for what it is, but a billion. For the yeah, same, so here's the breakdown. So it's nuts. like they had to to get the rights. They had to spend 250 million dollars just for the rights to Similarian. Yeah, and then they had to uh, make a commitment with the Tolkien estate that said that they would do five seasons. This first season cost them 465 million. Divide that by what's eight, 
and that'll tell you how much they spent per episode. I still just don't see it on the screen. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You'd think you would for that kind of dough. Yeah. But I don't know. Is that all Bezos's personal cash or what? What the heck, where are they getting all that? Ha. ha. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> not. <laughs> like he's spending a dime and See the thing, the reason why he's a billionaire is because he doesn't spend his own money. He it's spends good, other people's. That's a good money. point. Yeah. yeah. Somebody reminded me yesterday. I was I did some horrible math last night cuz I was tired. I shouldn't have done it. But basically, I had done this math where I'm like, if you had $250 billion and you divided it up amongst the 8 billion people on the planet, they would have $31 million each. And I went, <laughs> no, I've done those decimals are wrong. Let's move this shit around. It was they would all have 31 bucks <laughs> if, if you did that. Right. Do I have that right? Oops. I think that's right. 250 million uh, billion divided billion. by 8 billion is 31 point something or whatever it is so i think it's 31 dollars 25 why we have calculators on our phones 31 25 yeah but billions don't work on my calculator doesn't go that far right pisses me off damn thing anyway yeah you know that's enough to go to 25 per person i had it as 31 million (laughs) dollars per person and i was like well that would solve everything and actually make us question money for the first time we'd actually go what even is money why do we care about it so much and then someone right. said yeah scott your math's bad and i'm like wait a minute let me do this again yeah i uh, there's too many zeros in the wrong place nice nice job scott uh anyway hey there you go uh rings of power you'd give it a what let's let's give it a grade uh, a grade sure because midterms are due today and i'm just at at that point so yeah. uh, i give this a solid c wow a solid it's right C. in the middle of the road. You're describing my high school experience. Nice job. <laughs> Did you, um, speaking of that, you got any students that you're like, man, this kid going all the way, going to blow our minds. The no, world's going to really, change. There's some really creative students. Unfortunately, in the f- fall semester, generally, I'm dealing with mostly freshmen. But yeah, there's a lot of potential. It's just getting them to understand that, hey, there are things called deadlines. Uh, and there are instructions that you have to follow when you're doing a job with somebody. And uh and that's the thing that they're learning right now. Yeah. yeah. You know, you that, if I don't follow instructions and turn homework in on time, I'm not going to pass this class. No, <laughs> no, you're not. Uh, they got old Professor Schleicher up there giving them what for. I love it. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, all right. Speaking of you and yours, you've got all kinds of stuff happening on Majorspoilers.com. Do you want to tell folks about it? Uh, this week, it's Major Spoilers podcast number 999, which means the week after that is 1000. Oh, and I heard yeah. we might be able to get Scott Johnson back for episode 1000. Yeah, I am coming on for that one. I'm wow. excited. I can't believe that's a huge uh, landmark for you guys. That's awesome. I know, well right? Done. Especially for a weekly show, right? So, yeah, yeah. I was uh, going to say, I don't. So the, I, that might be up there with the most ever. Brian, where are you at with Coverville? 1417. Okay, so you still have yeah, a bit to go. You guys are way ahead of us, yeah. yeah. You only have 400. Oh, that's okay. You only have 400 we, months left. <laughs> that math's wrong too. <laughs> just keep giving you so bad we'll math. Keep in mind, I'll be doing four hundred. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. You'll keep going. You're gonna have to have double, to not double Brian us. out of commission for four hundred months. So. Sure, right. sure. Or four hundred uh, weeks. Yeah, yeah. So the other thing is, uh, of course, we had our first freeze last night, mm. and we'll have another freeze tonight. And the weather's going to get dry and all that stuff. Uh, even though it's not hot, <laughs> it's dry. The dryness you have to watch out for. Yeah. And that's why you should still stay hydrated. Yeah. I'm well having done. unusual dryness as well. And I need to take care of some. But look, I got a big look at this thing of water right here. I got a whole thing of it. Oh, very good. Look I'm staying. That. I'm staying nice. And But I'm telling you, I'm waking up at like three o'clock in the morning feeling like I haven't drank all day. Oh, something changing yeah. in the air. It's getting cold. I'm supposed to be down to 30 yeah. something here next couple of nights. Oof, we're there, man. We're there. All right. Thank you, Stephen. Quick email. 
Uh, from Frank Whirl. Uh, goes by Whirly Bird in the chat. <laughs> Dear Slots and Baccarat, I came across this video uh, shot in the 70s showing the Vegas Strip with all the wonderful signs of the casinos. I thought you might enjoy seeing this blast oh. from the past since you guys are always talking about Vegas. Love the show. Uh, I thought you might like this. So this is... Oh, I love it. A bu- oh, let me turn off audio. Um, this is some Was old- that Andrew Allen music playing? <laughs> it sounded like it, didn't it? Um, but basically, it's just like old stock footage and... It's really old stuff. Like there's the Aladdin's no first kidding. thing to see, and I'm trying to see what's the. Hold on, what's the? Yeah, if they've got the landmark in there, it's. You know, I've seen videos of people driving down the strip, um, but uh, this is cool. You get the dunes. Mm-hmm. Aladdin. I'm trying to see if they <laughs> well, have a. They do the like star filter on the on the view down the strip. When the word motel was just as big as the sign for the frontier and the Aladdin and the yeah. stardust. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, there's the flamingo. That's always Alan funny. King and Lola Falana in the Copa room. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to find how cheap food is. Oh, there we go. Alan King, who we just saw in uh, uh, Creep Show. No, no, no. I'm or talking about the. Show, uh, I'm trying to find buffets for like a dollar or whatever they Cat's got. eye. That's it. Yeah. Um, I don't see any food prices. Darn it. No, I'm not saying that either. You'd think that like fruit, uh, shrimp cocktail, just a dollar ninety nine. Here we go. There it is. Late show, twelve fifty. Uh, whoops, <laughs> go back. They move oh, this God. camera so freaking fast. Fun. Here we go. One more. There we oh. go. Uh, top of the strip dinner and dancing with Bob Anderson, the Celebrity Four, and the Celebrity Four. Uh, let's see. Dinner and a show from fifteen bucks. <laughs> wow yeah uh not seeing those prices anymore adults only casino de paris starring freddie sales who are these people yeah i don't know oh these are the it old days a, man. it showed the slots of fun yeah which i think changed from being slots of fun to being slots of fun oh are, Live that table like- games 25 cent craps 50 cents black 50 cent blackjack oh this is great uh, you're not winning a whole hell of a lot with 25 cent craps, but <laughs> everything was so much cheaper. Oh, look at Circus Circus. This would have been like new then. Weird. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's a lot of fun. Oh, the Hilton. Oh, they got here. the Osmonds, Liberace. Uh, you know, the Hilton had the Osmonds uh, fairly recently. Yeah. <laughs> like in the last 20 years. I think this was the actual, the boy band Osmonds. Osmond oh, Brothers, darn, I right? Can't read. Can't read the slots of fun. There's a little blurry, but uh, this is so good. Italia pizzeria steamer flan bag. You know what is it? Steamer steamer flan bag. Another Star Wars name. Steamer flan bag. Uh, <laughs> you tell me what you think this says. And Margaret. Ooh, she's a hottie. Let's see what you got. Put it in the thing. Did, she, did they put in the hyphen in her name? Uh, they did. And Dash Margaret. Good, good. Is that the way? That's the way of it? Yeah. All right, oh. so Italia, pizzeria, top right. Yeah. Underneath that, it looks like it says steamer flan bag. Oh, it does kind of read like steamer flan bag. Steamer okay. clam. Oh, steamer clam bag. Oh, you Maybe get a bag of stained clams. Of steamer clams. Yeah, all right. That's oh, good. Complete okay. dinners, gilded lace, pizzeria, and auction. No, nope. I oh. wonder. Yeah, I'd love to know. What's the Price Hacienda? Is the Hacienda still there? It was a while ago, yeah. <laughs> oh, steamed clam bag. There we go. And it cleared up a little bit. 
Steamed uh, clam bag. That makes sense. Hacienda was up there by the Sahara at that end of the strip. Um, Most of the, what they, the only one that I feel like is still here is the little bit of Caesars and the Flamingo. Everything else is gone. Yeah. That they're yeah. showing off. Like a circus circus. Yeah. Uh, oh, circus circus. Yeah. Free circus act rooms available. If not, we'll place you. I guess somewhere else. It just says, if not, we'll place you. That's great. <laughs> oh, and this is uh, an amazing channel. I got to, I got to subscribe to this. It's all like old B roll and weird. Um, newsreel. St- I'd love this kind of stuff. That's cool. I'm subbing to Periscope film on YouTube. Everybody. God, the, uh, what if the landmark is in here? That, that, uh, spaceship hotel that they, uh, demolished in, uh, uh, oh, and Mars attacks. Mars attacks, right? Yeah, Tony Bennett sings Joey Heatherton. <laughs> Why can't Tony Bennett sing Tony Bennett? Right? Do you think he just gets us up on stage? and goes, Joey Heatherton, <laughs> Joey Heatherton, Joey Heatherton. Would, Thanks, everybody. I See would you love next that. Week. <laughs> I would love that. You're you're speaking my language. All right. Thanks for the email, Frank. We appreciate it. Uh, the the morning stream at gmail.com. That's the morning stream. At gmail.com, I would like to thank Teddy Shields and Atomics, or uh, we'll just call him Adam because that's his real name. Uh, they signed up on our Patreon at patreon.com slash TMS. Uh, Teddy and Adam, thank you for your joining. And if you'd like to be like Teddy and Adam, and why wouldn't you want to be like them, join up today at patreon.com slash TMS. Many reasons to do it and none not to. That's frogpants right. or uh, patreon.com slash TMS. Frogpants.com slash TMS for everything else. We're now done, uh, but we aren't really done until I hear music. So uh, what do you got there? There's nothing like the TMS Patreon. Mm-hmm. Nothing like it. Nothing like it. Uh, Galen wrote in and said, Greetings, sauerkraut and brats. My birthday is October 17th, which will be my 47th. It also happens to be two years and one day since I first called into the show. I know a number of people have their favorite songs or artists, but two of my three favorite songs are sung by the Muppets, Rainbow Connection by Kermit, and strangely enough, Big Bird Sings the Alphabet, which I can remember my mom playing for me when I was five years old for my birthday. I'm not asking for either song to be covered, but anything Muppet-related would be fine. If not that, I leave it in Brian's capable hands. Thank you for all your hard work and enjoyment you give to everyone. Signed, Galen. Happy birthday, man. Yeah, said it better uh, than I could have said it myself. Um, You know, you may may, uh, uh, be... Uh, uh, open to me playing something else by the Muppets, but I'm going to go with Rainbow Connection because I just love that song and because uh, both Scott Fletcher and uh, Chuck uh, Robinson both do great versions of um, of Rainbow Connection. I've got another person who will blow your mind with how good they are at singing like Kermit. Ryan Shoup and the Rubber Band uh, put this one on their live album from 2008. Here <laughs> Utah, Utah Connection, by Rainbow. the way. Huge. Oh, right, yeah, they, they yeah. came from here, those guys. That's great. Sorry. My daughter totally. used to, Carter, I don't know if Carter's in the chat, but she used to be obsessed with Ryan Shoup and the Rubber Band. And anytime they played locally, she'd go to their concerts. That's Everything. so cool. Yeah, we we covered them on uh, Soundography, Hammond and I. Oh, and, nice. Uh, yeah, nice. Uh, this might have even been one of my picks for um uh for for my playlist. Here uh here is the aforementioned Ryan Shoop and the Rubber Band and Rainbow Connection. All right, that's going to do it for us. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with another TMS. We'll see you then.
white are. There's so many songs about rainbows. What's on the other side? Rainbows are visions and only illusions. Rainbows have nothing to hide. What's so amazing that keeps us stargazing? And what do we think we might see? Someday we'll find it, the rainbow connection, the lovers, the dreamers, and This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Now you know why. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.